it was like a fresh start for me. I felt like it was the point in my life where I could either go down the wrong path or go down the right path. Having that group of friends, even aside from the fact that they actually pushed me to find that support, the fact that they were just there in the first place was so important to me. You're listening to From Our Experience, a podcast series created as part of the Moving Up programme at the University of Portsmouth. This series is all about hearing from current university students who have lived experience of care or estrangement. I'm Kim and I'm an outreach coordinator at the university and today I'm going to be chatting to current uni student Ruth. Hi Ruth. Hi, I'm Ruth. I'm in my second year at the University of Portsmouth studying criminology and forensic studies and I'm a strange student. Thank you for being here with me today and chatting um, about all things kind of independent living. How did you feel when you first came to uni? What was that first day, week, whatever it might be like for you when you first came to uni? When I first came, I was excited. I was so excited. I think that was the main emotion. And then on the way there, like when you're going to halls and you're ready to move in, then the nerves kind of (laughs) kick in and you're like, okay, it's real now. Like I'm going to be living with strangers. I'm going to be living independently. So yeah, it was, it was nerves and excitement. And then once you meet everyone and once you've kind of unpacked and you're settled and you take time to just embrace your surroundings, it then is just all excitement. And I think the nerves just slowly fade away. (laughs) Yeah. You said there, like mostly it was all kind of excitement, I guess, in the build up to coming to uni. Did you have any points where you were like, oh, this is going to be a bit strange? Yeah, it's quite scary because my estrangement was quite later on in my life. So for a lot of my life, I'd had that support. And then just before uni, I didn't have that support. So I think that kind of made it more scary than what it should have been. It's just different. Like it was just a completely different life. And like, but you slowly get used to it. But yeah, it was particularly scary before (laughs) just having just thinking of all the things you have to do when you're living independently by yourself you've got you just got to do so much more than what you used to do if that makes sense yeah definitely I think it's kind of the realization of maybe all the things that you didn't really know happened I guess around kind of a house or you know all those things that you kind of I guess maybe we all take for granted a little bit when we're living with parents or guardians or whoever it might be if someone else is responsible for that thing you kind of just forget like oh yeah someone has to pay that bill someone has to check that thing someone has to buy that food like Someone has to go out and do all that and make it happen. Yeah. How were you feeling about living with people that were kind of peers, I guess, so sort of similar ages and things like that? Uh, I was a little anxious just because I was so used to my own little bubble with my own friends at home and like family members, family friends and stuff like that. You just get used to it and you get comfortable. And then when you get taken out of that comfort zone and put into a completely different one... (laughs) having to adapt to that and having to like learn new people and learn what they do and their habits and their traits is daunting and I just wanted to make a fresh start so I think it gave me the perfect opportunity to do so it's not something you think you have to do like when you meet new friends it happens at work it happens like naturally or you stay friends with your friends from school but with uni you're just slapped in the middle and it's like okay 
now go back to when you first went to school and try and make friends again and it's just you've got to make a whole new group of friends but definitely made some good friends after the anxiety settled down (laughs) yeah you mentioned uh a minute ago about kind of your estrangement kind of happened not long before you came to university yeah did that whole process and everything you'd kind of been through make it more important to you to make friends quite quickly did it make you more worried did it make you more confident like how did it kind of impact on your friendship making I guess and the importance of those friends when you came to uni um I think because of my estrangement in general I have always been a bit more skeptical about who I trust and who I can go to because the person that was meant to be there for me the most wasn't so like thinking about having to go through that trauma again and losing someone I love that was difficult but I knew it was so important for my own self and my own uni experience that I made these new friends and I went in and I was confident and I didn't let what happened to me affect this next three four years in uni because they say these are the best years of your life and I wasn't going to let something that has happened in the past something that doesn't really matter anymore what matters is my future so the people I did allow in and the people I did trust have become like my best friends ever so I'm grateful that I didn't let it hold me back a lot I let it hold me back a little bit but not a lot yeah oh it's so that's such a I think just a really refreshing take on it and kind of that you know I'm not gonna let this affect my future and like you said you know they are supposed to be some really amazing years of your life and I guess that was probably not the easiest it could have been easier if I just went I've had a bad past I'm I'm not really going to make an effort but I just knew that three years is a is a big it's a long time to be at university and it's a long time to if I didn't go in there with confidence to be alone again for a period of time and I just didn't want that I wanted to have a good group of friends and just have a good time and just put everything that happened in the past and just move on and try and forget about it basically. Obviously you and I have talked before um, so I know a little bit more about you than maybe some of our listeners but you didn't necessarily know about the term estrangement when you first came to university. How kind of important, central, I guess, was your friendship group and your friendship support group before that point at which you realised estranged was the thing and you could get extra support elsewhere? Extremely important. And they were the reason I actually started to realise that something's not right and there must be some support, there must be some help for people in a similar situation to me because they would always be like, surely there's there's something else. So never really for the last couple of years before uni, I didn't really have strong support as that's when everything started to break down. So once I'd moved out of that situation and I had that support, it was the best thing ever. Like it just made, it made life easier. If I needed something, I'd just go and ask them. Or if I didn't know something, one of them would know. And it's just... It just takes a weight off your shoulders and you can do it together because you're never going to be alone at university. There's always someone around you. Like there was eight of us in our flat. There was always someone there when I needed them. Yeah, I think that's a really good point that you just made there actually is that 
you're not going to be alone at uni because there are so many people around. No. Um, and like you said, you know, flats are usually about kind of eight eight people. That's a pretty standard number. It's pretty rare for everyone to be out at the same time. I, even if your friends aren't there, you know, there's housing support staff around. There's wellbeing support staff around. So you're never going to be alone at university. Never. What advice would you give other young people or other students at university who might be thinking they need some support i would say definitely go and speak to someone that's what i did i didn't know about the term estranged at all financially things started to get a little difficult because i was on minimum student loan based on my parents income and when my parents separated they couldn't help me anyway in the first place and this made it even harder for them to help me so that's when i thought i need support and i need i need to talk to somebody so I think reaching out or even doing a bit of research on the internet, just something to get you prepared to reach out. And once I'd reached out, the help was so good. They they told me exactly what my label was. I know labels aren't a good thing, but in this case, they are a good thing because it provides the support. Once you have that label, you can get the support. So definitely reaching out is my number one <laughs> like piece of advice because that is what it's it saved me at university reaching out, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I think that's a good point that you've raised there about kind of the labels thing and some students, some young people, grown ups, everybody would be a little bit apprehensive sometimes about being given a label or being put in a category and yeah. and that's understandable. Um but like you said sometimes unless you identify with that you can't get that support or people don't know so they can't provide that support for you so yeah it's really important to say that you know we would encourage any young person who is a care leaver is an estranged student or you know various other other things to kind of identify themselves to someone at the university it doesn't mean that that person's then going to go and shout about oh, so-and-so is an estranged student or anything like that. It's it's purely so that they can support you and put support in place. Once you get that support, sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming of, okay, that's quite a lot of money. I don't really yeah. know what to do with it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you kind of experience that and how have you kind of worked on kind of budgeting, I guess, or managing your money? So before I received the extra support, obviously I mentioned I was on minimum student loan without any help from my parents. So before even coming to university, I had to work very hard to be able to save enough money to come to uni and be it. Because I wanted to enjoy myself, so I wanted to have money saved so I didn't have to worry about it when I came to university. So because of minimum student loan, I had to budget anyway. I had to budget from day one. I think it was a case of I knew how much I was getting. I knew what my outgoings were in terms of rent I had just had to pay rent because halls all your bills are included and stuff like that and there was like phone bills and like a couple other outgoings so I just made sure I had my what was coming in what was going out and just made sure top of the priority list was rent and then everything came after and I just made a set budget when I got that extra support it was overwhelming because I've gone from being on minimum to having a lot of support and it, it came at, at once because I didn't reach out for help until later on in the year and obviously I'd missed out on the support at the start of the year so they just said 
have it now instead. <laughs> so it was it was more than I was expecting. But I said to myself, I'm not going to just... I think it's very easy when you're given a, a lump sum of money is to be like, I'm going to blow it on something. I'm just yeah. going to buy something big. And I said to myself, I need to be responsible. I need to be an adult and I need to do what someone who lives independently does. And I need to either save this money or put it towards something that's going to help me. So like I put it towards a savings account and it gave me the opportunity to do stuff I'd never been able to do before because of my situation. And then I could put some money away for when I finish uni or in an emergency, just anything like that, which I've never been able to do before. So yeah, I was extremely grateful for that. We've talked a little bit about bills and budgeting, and that's one of those kind of core life skills. But I guess, were there other things that maybe you already had some of these skills or may- maybe they're things you learned as you came to university and as you started living independently, but were there other kind of key skills that you think are really important for people to kind of try and learn or try and start learning before they come to uni that would help when living independently? Uh, your laundry. <laughs> that was my number one. Um, before university, I was actually, it sounds bad, but I was living out of my, all of my clothes were in my car. Yeah. Just because of the, like the scenario before university. And I came to university of all these clothes and I was like, they need washing because where I'd been living at, I'd been from house to house, to sofa to sofa. And I was speaking to one of my friends and I was like, you need to teach me how to do the washing because I don't know how to do it. And it sounds absolutely awful. But it's something, as you said, you don't think about all these things until you're an adult. Like they've always been done for you. You've always just expected them to be done. And you have to cook for yourself. You can't get takeaways every day because you'll end up with no money. You have to do your weekly shopping. You have to cook your meals and your lunch and your breakfast. So cooking is something else. I'd definitely do some cooking before you come to university and stuff like that. Just Mm -hmm. take over from whoever's meant to be doing it and do it yourself before you come because I can imagine turning up to university and not knowing what to do and just thinking I can survive off takeaways, but that wouldn't have worked. Like just Mm -hmm. general cleaning, like... You can't just live in a in a mess. You've got to stay clean, especially in halls where you're studying in the same space that you're sleeping. I know you've got the library and stuff, but you mainly spend a lot of your time in your bedroom. <laughs> I think it's a good point. And I think it's like, why would you know how to do that unless you've ever had... Do you know yeah. what I mean? Why would you know how to put the washing machine on? And to be honest, they're all slightly different and they are all a little bit yeah, confusing. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I've had about four different washing machines since I've been at university and I've had to learn the buttons each time. (laughs) You'll be a pro by the time you finish uni. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The cooking thing is so interesting as well because there are some people who will not have had to cook before they come to uni. There'll be some people who cook quite regularly. But even the people who cook quite regularly may not have had to do the shop that means you can cook that food. Do you know what I mean? So it's also getting used to that of like, okay, so these are kind of staple ingredients. I can always make sure they're on my list. Like people might not have had to do that bit. And I think just cooking quite regularly at home starts to get you used to kind of key ingredients or not always having to rely on a recipe because you kind of learn that thing off by heart. Yeah, yeah. Because you're usually only cooking for yourself as well. You need to... I did the thing at the start of university of buying like I was feeding... (laughs) 
a family <laughs> of five. And by the end of the week, I was having to chuck out all this food and it's just such a waste. Yeah. We obviously touched at the beginning of this on the fact that you didn't necessarily know that you met the term a strange student and, and that that was kind of a category that you were eligible to kind of receive yeah. support from. For care leavers and care experienced students, it's more common that they might know about their entitlements because there is that kind of local authority support. You guys can, you know, reach out to social workers, foster carers who will be able to kind of point you in the direction of support. Just how important do you think it is for students to kind of research whatever it may be that they may feel they might meet a category for, for example, or they might need support with? Obviously, but I didn't know what the term meant, so it was pretty impossible for me to do any research. But once I'd reached out and then they gave me the information, then I did my own research on what this term meant and... It's important for the fact that it provides you, once you've got this support, it provides you with financial support. Also makes you feel like you're not alone because there's other people. I'm part of a group. I get emails and stuff and we have like an estrangement week during the academic year. But it's not just the financial support, it's also the like emotional support and the fact that you aren't alone and there are other people that are going through exactly the same thing as you. Maybe differences in what's happened in the past, but at university at this point right now, they are feeling the same as you. They're going through the same struggles as you. And just knowing that there's someone else there that gets it and having that little group that you can always turn to helps massively. Like you might go into uni thinking, I don't need any help. That's what I thought. I thought, I don't need any help. This is normal. And then once you've got this support, it just, it makes life 10 times easier. Like, I know there's a standalone bursary. And once I heard about it, I actually went onto the website, their standalone website. And just some of the information on there, just general information is helpful. So once you've got that label and you've got your kind of basis of what you need to research and what you need to learn you'll be okay, you'll be fine because you've got that support financially and emotionally and you've also got all those friends you've made at university. Take it and use it and make the most of it because it's so, so helpful. Thank you for today. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for sharing your experiences and your advice. And it leaves me to say to our listeners, thank you for listening to this episode of From Our Experience. If you would like to hear more about living independently at university, you can head over to our University of Portsmouth webpages and search the term care leaver or a strange student. And you will find a blog from our care experience student, Erin, who we've mentioned a little bit throughout this podcast. She's written a blog about her kind of experience of living independently. Also, in this series of podcasts, you can hear more from Ruth in our episode about student housing, where Ruth and Charlie discuss what it's like living in halls of residence and in private housing. This episode was created as part of our Moving Up programme, which is part funded by the Southern Universities Network.